Welcome, everybody. I'm Jared from Number One Bullshit with this week's F Update, the show where we go over any last-minute fight updates and final impressions from this week's card, as well as anything we might have royally effed up from Monday's show. And for the first time in a long time, we had no changes to the card, no last-minute dropouts, no short-notice fights. The card stayed intact. Also, nothing that I know of that we royally effed up on last week's show. If you guys picked up on something, feel free to uh, let us know about it on Twitter at number one BS pod. So that just takes us into our final impressions uh, of this week's fight card. And first thing I have to say is official weigh-ins. Julia Stoliarenko, who we were so nervous about, who passed out twice uh, trying to weigh in at 135, not only made weight at 125, but made championship weight. She hit 125. She brushed the dirt off her shoulder. Good for you, Julia, because that was a a major thing to be booked as a co-main, especially, you know, fighting somebody like Molly McCann, who's really, really beloved uh, in England. So for her to make the fight, make championship weight, even though she didn't have to. Awesome to see. Now I'm even more excited for that fight because I want to know now, you know, obviously there was training that went into her getting down to that weight. So I want to see that. Uh, As far as the official uh, weigh-ins, you know, looking at it, Johnny Parsons did miss weight initially. He was at 172, but he did end up making weight, uh, the welterweight limit of 171. Uh, So nobody missed weight by the end of it. Uh, Paul Craig, somebody I was really interested in seeing on the scale because this is his debut at 185. He's 35 years old, I believe. And so to, to drop in a weight class at that age, a lot of people don't do it. Uh, he was smiling, but he did look pretty drawn out on the scale. It looked like he was able to handle the weight cut, uh, but he did look a little drawn out. His fellow uh, countryman, Chris Duncan, also looked pretty gaunt which could be scary going up against the red fox in ashmoos uh because he throws bombs so if you are compromised at all with your chin uh, you could be in some trouble a couple other things stuck out to me with heavyweights one's jamal pogues he's fought at 205 before he got into the ufc and that was three years ago and now he had to cut and wait in at 266 um you know it's kind of a bit of uh Uh, Jake Collier type situation where, you know, maybe he just didn't quite have the skills to be at the lower weight classes, but the UFC is always looking for skilled heavyweights. So those skills translate a little bit to heavyweight. And so he's like, Hey, I'm just going to eat whatever I want and have a job. I don't know, but it's always a little strange uh, to see that, you know, that big of a change in that short of amount of time. Another guy that comes to mind, John Volante uh, did the same thing. Another heavyweight, Tom Aspinall, you know, basically the card is, for him to be showcased, right? And coming back after a year off, after tearing his MCL, stretching out his ACL, he weighed in at 258, which is the most he's weighed in the UFC. A little bit more muscle mass, it looked like. Obviously, he wasn't having to cut weight to get there. He didn't look flabby. We'll see if he still has that athleticism. Now that's another unknown, right? He blew his knee out, And then now he's also fighting heavier than he has before. Does he still have the speed? Does he still have that athletic advantage that he had previously when he was fighting, you know, low two fifties, high two forties and before the knee surgery, but then taking us to the ceremonial weigh-ins where everyone's had time to fill back out 
First one that stuck out to me was Bruna Brazil versus Shauna Bannon, Mama B. She's making her UFC debut. She's 5-0 and strawweight, and she just made her professional debut like back in 2021. So she's had five fights, pretty rapid succession, and already on, on the biggest stage in the world when it comes to MMA. Uh, like a lot of European fighters, she did have a pretty extensive amateur background, but still you know, crazy to be in the UFC that quickly. And she was talking a bunch of shit. Uh, but Bruna Brazil is just stoic, just standing there eyeballing her. You know, Brazil carries power. Uh, she had that head kick knockout on the contender series. All of a sudden, her loss to Denise Gomes doesn't look that bad after what Gomes did to uh, Jasmine Howergy. So really interested to see how that one plays out. That is not an easy uh, debut fight for Shauna Bannon. The featured prelim Davy Grant and Daniel Marcos. Now, Davy Grant just has this like happy-go-lucky kind of look about him. And he was smiling during the face-off, but something changed in his eyes. When they got face-to-face, he still had the smile, but you almost saw the eyes go into like animalistic fight mode. I cannot wait for that fight. Uh, I'm almost positive it's just going to be violent and fun. Uh, let us know what you think. Go over to at number one BS pod on Twitter. Vote in this week's featured prelim poll. You guys got it right last week. Let's see if you can get it right again this week. Another very intense stare down was Lerone Murphy and uh, Josh Coulibau at featherweight there. I mean, just really intense. Lerone Murphy's a very intense guy. And I do have to say, Coulibau looked the best that I've seen him physically. He actually kind of had some abs showing in the past. He's had like some flab around his waist, some stretch marks. He's been a great fighter. He hasn't gassed out, you know, but just physically he looked different. He looks like his body has changed a little bit. So I'm excited for that fight to open up the main card. Uh, another one, we had Paul Craig and Andre Muniz. Now, Paul Craig is a lunatic. He always comes out with the face painted and all that. But he came out, went full Hulk Hogan, ripped the shirt off, just screaming. Uh, he filled back in. He didn't look super drawn out. I mean, just literally touching his nose to Andre Muniz's face. That's another one I cannot wait for. And then we had Nathaniel Wood uh, and Andre Touchy Feely. I, I forgot to mention Touchy Feely on the podcast uh, on Monday, one of the better nicknames in MMA. Uh, but he looked huge standing next to Nathaniel Wood. Now, Wood has fought at Bantamweight before, but has also fought at Featherweight. Uh, Going to be really interested to see if that size really does matter or if it's just a matter of height uh, and, you know, overall it's not going to play out. That's why we get to watch the fights. Uh, and then old Meatball Molly, as intense as ever, just screaming the whole way up there. Uh, when she's, she was shaking. She was flexing so hard uh, and then immediately just goes like face-to-face with Stoli Aranko. Uh, really, really interested to see how that one plays out. It is a bit of a classic striker versus grappler. Um Interested to see how Stoliarenko's chin holds up. It didn't look like the weight cut was too tough for her, which was surprising. Uh, but interested to see how her chin holds up because we know Meatball Molly's going to get in front of those screaming fans and just start winging hooks. Uh, and then the heavyweight face-off, it was kind of funny. You know, Tom Aspinall, he was like bucking at Ty Burr. He was kind of hopping back and forth. Uh, and Ty Burr just stood there and you know, didn't flinch at all. And then Aspinall just kind of laughed and gave him a high five, realizing that it wasn't going to work. Uh, but that'll be – I'm very excited for Tom Aspinall because this time 
you know, just over a year ago, we were thinking, hey, if Aspinall beats Blades, he's the next heavyweight contender, right? So I don't think a win over Tybor quite does that for him, but it definitely puts him back on everybody's radar. So can't wait to see how that one plays out. Remember to go over to Twitter at number one BS pod to see our fight picks. Last week, I did get beat a little bit. Uh, old DJ got the, went five and one on the main card, got everyone right except for the main event, which I still contend should be worth more, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I split it, went 50-50 on that. So, so far, uh, DJ is eight and three, whereas I'm six and five. Uh, you'll have to go over to Twitter to see our picks this week. Let us know what you think of the picks. Put your own in there in comments. Uh, and then this card is something a little different taking place over in England. So the prelims start at noon Eastern on ESPN plus with a six fight main card following at three Eastern also on ESPN plus cannot wait to talk to you guys about this one on Monday. We're going to learn, you know, a lot about Tom Aspinall. We're going to find out if he's back to what he was. Uh, we're going to find out about Lerone Murphy, Josh Kulibau. You have a guy who has one loss versus a guy who is undefeated. That one's going to tell us, does Paul Craig have another run in him now that he's dropping weight? And we're also going to be able to talk about the violence that was Davey Grant and Daniel Marcos. Cannot wait to talk to you guys about it. Appreciate y'all for listening. Love and respect.